0: To the Skeptic Wire. Hello! Hello. How you doing, Gary? I'm doing pretty good, Greg. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. How are you doing, Donna? Oh, that's right, Donna's
1: in Vegas. Donna's in Vegas. Making bets. I think she's actually working, isn't she?
0: She's doing filmy type stuff, but I think she's also taking some
1: some time to enjoy the sights. We we saw a picture of her with Penn which, funny enough... I think that's an old picture. No, it's a new picture. It looks exactly like the old picture. (laughs) The only difference is she has a bandana, red hair. He looks exactly the same. (laughs) Different clothes. Gotcha. Uh, But before we go on, it is... August 8th uh, of 2012, this is Skeptic Wire number 70. A nice round number. Yes, we finally got to 70, which is funny because it's not funny at all. Yeah, because if you start with one and you do another one, you get two. If you keep on doing them, it adds up, and now we're at 70. And there's nothing really particularly special about 70.
0: So why don't you introduce our names, and then we can get into some other mathematics. Except we've already introduced our names. Have we You said, how you doing,
1: Gary? And I said, doing pretty good, Greg. Had you said, how you doing, Gary Lawn? And I had said, very well, Greg Prine. It would have been, one, awkward, but two, would have got
0: the point across. Not necessarily, because my name's not Prine. I said Perine. Okay, pardon me. I must have a cold or something, but... It's quite
1: possible. (laughs) But we'll get to that later on in the podcast. We will have... Special guest, Dr. Ali, join us to talk about vaccines.
0: Yes, and a new study that came out that's kind of fascinating. So we'll talk about that later on. But for now, we are going to talk about someone who has a birthday.
1: Birthday! Well,
0: had a birthday. Yeah, doing these dead people. Well, it's a more recent... Dead person <laughs> then some. So the body's ones. fresher in the grave. How wonderful! Yes, born nineteen o two, August eighth, was Paul Dirac. Dirac was
1: he the inventor of the rack? No, I know he has equations. Yes, yes. Uh, equations of life in the galaxy?
0: No, that's the oh Drake equation. That is not Paul Dirac. Should I just go ahead and talk about Paul Dirac? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, He was an English um, mathematician, theoretical physicist, who um, was responsible for some early development in quantum mechanics and quantum electrodynamics, um, worked a lot to expand um, things like uh, relativity and the, the quantum math and stuff like that um quantum math. Yeah, basically it's the kind of thing where a good 75% of the Wikipedia article on Paul Dirac I did not freaking understand cuz even just describing what math he was working on I had no clue.
1: So you understood the phrase Charles and the children were officially Swiss nationals, you
0: got that part. That part is part <laughs> of the 30% that I understood. <laughs> But when it went into, like, reinterpretations of in- Derek's equation and a classical field equation for any point particle of spin H-slash-2, itself subject to quantization conditions in sol- involving anti-commutators. Not a fucking clue.
1: I think H-slash-2 is half. half. Half H. Half spin? Hi- half H, yeah,
0: half spin. Okay, sure. But in- really, I don't know. Just an amateur level of of math and physics... Um, Much of which I've forgotten since college. (laughs) Very, very deep stuff, um, which did lead to him sharing a Nobel Prize in 1933 Uh
1: with Schrodinger.
0: Schrodinger? Uh, Schrodinger's cat. But uh, yeah, he was, um, like you said, born in England, even though to Swiss parents... Or at least to a Swiss father, so did a lot of his formative work and doctoral stuff over in England. But then um, also uh, came over to the United States to teach for a while, and he and eventually to die. Yes, he's <laughs> actually buried in the United States, even though there are plaques to him in England. Um, but he's uh, buried
1: in Florida. Yeah,
0: so really smart, sciencey guy. Um, you know, it, it was the kind of thing where he it, it was one of those stereotypical awkward scientists who wasn't very... I, I don't want to say personable, but didn't have a lot of social skills. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, I, I, the one of the ideas I've heard of there is that he was somewhere on the autistic spectrum. So, um, Or but, he
1: could have just been an ass.
0: No, it wasn't assholery. <laughs> it was just he didn't quite understand. I think there was some story of him and Maybe Heisenberg or Schrodinger or something. They were out at a party or something, and you know the other person said, "Oh, why don't you dance?" And, well, I I don't know. Why would? How do you know it's going to be fun? Well, you just dance with the girls and you know figure it out. It's like, but I don't understand that. So it's it's like uh, he didn't quite understand the socialness of it. So that's that's one of the things that make people think he may have been probably along those lines. He may have been diagnosed. I don't know that well. I haven't. Well, re- they probably read would have mentioned it biography. Well, yeah, it's just it's just Wikipedia and a few other things I was able to link to, so I didn't do full on encyclopedia research. But yeah.
1: perhaps he was just a precise young man. Yes, as they would say back then. I don't actually know if they would say that, but I imagine they would say that.
0: But uh, yeah, so really smart mathematician guy, and also um, fairly. No, a, a little on the notorious side for being a non-believer, because apparently there was a plaque to be put up about his more famous equations back in England, but it was at maybe his primary school or something, and it was a religious school, so because he was atheistic, the bishop didn't want to do it. <laughs> but So, so a, there, enough of a non-believer to be... Um, for someone else to have a problem with it. Okay. But...
1: But one thing we can say about him is he was filled with curiosity. And yes. Speaking yes, of curiosity.
0: Was. Speaking of curiosity.
1: The coolest thing happened.
0: <laughs> you may week. not have heard of it because nobody posted about it on Facebook.
1: No, no. If you have no internet access, you're probably clueless. Unless you read the paper. And well, if you don't read the paper, then you're probably clueless. Unless you talk to somebody.
0: Uh, Gary? Hmm? If... You, you're you saying if you don't have internet access? If someone doesn't have internet access, they're probably not listening to us right now.
1: They could have got this sent to them on CD. an... CD?
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if any of our listeners do that, please let us know.
1: I'd like to know that. <laughs> yes, write, write us a letter. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a P.O. box or anything like that. But. Give a letter to one of your friends who can email us. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we, we don't have a P.O. box. But enough about old-timey stuff. What Where about are you there? New-timey science stuff. Yeah. As we were talking,
1: curiosity. The Mars Science Laboratory landed basically perfectly.
0: To much fanfare across, on Mars. across the world and also in a noisy bar in San Antonio.
1: Yeah. The uh, San Antonio skeptics went out to a local eatery-drinkery. And raised a wrist to science. We got there about an hour, an hour before it was supposed to land. So our time, uh, it was 11.30, and we went until about 1 o'clock. Uh, and I think we were told that we were the first people who ever toasted science.
0: <laughs> in a sports bar. <laughs> in a sports bar, while there was a singer-songwriter going on in the other yeah, room. Yeah, so you have this, this, this kind of noisy pub environment... Not exactly like loud Irish pub kind of thing, but you know, just a noisy restaurant sports bar with sports the Olympics going on. The Olympics going on, different sports on all the screens, and you have one table of eight science nerds gathered around their smartphones and their laptops, and <laughs> and asking the waitress, "Hey, could you change one of the channels on one of the TVs to CNN?" Yeah. So because they didn't have
1: NASA TV. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it, it it was one of those things where it was just it was a a fun experience to get together with other science fans and enjoy a moment like that um, with just some neat, really neat people and to have that camaraderie of, wow, as humanity, we did this. Yeah, it was just fun. We couldn't hear our phones or our laptops, but we could yeah. see what was going on. I I, I, I had my smartphone, and I, I had a CNN audio feed ah. that would come in and out as the Wi-Fi went in and out. <laughs> right. So, occasionally, I was able to get little details. So, I was holding the smartphone up to my ear and say, you know, oh, the 15 minutes left, or uh, oh, someone just said, I think parachute deployed. And and we were all kind of all eager and, you know, yeah. And when it finally landed, it was Wait, when they
1: got word. Actually, I think it was when we saw everybody cheering (laughs) greatly, is when we go, oh, I think it landed. But it was an insane idea.
0: I think I mentioned last week that it was very the landing procedure of it seemed very Rube Goldberg esque to me of just so many things that could go wrong, and it just went all perfect, and that just uh, it's a perfect tribute to the the ingenuity and
1: the engineering and the engineers and everybody that assembled it. So good on you, NASA and JPL, and. Lockheed Martin, and everybody everybody that was involved. That was really yes. freaking cool. I don't care if anything else happens with it. You, you had a proof of concept that that worked. So, True, but yeah, I really
0: want some neat science. Oh, we're going to get some neat science. <laughs> yeah. Everything seems
1: to be working so
0: far. Yeah, we've already, even in the last few days, gotten some really good pictures back. Some really cool pictures. One interesting thing that I've seen in the last few days is some people posting pictures to their Twitter feeds or Facebook saying, oh, look at this wonderful panoramic shot that we've already got back from Curiosity. And someone saying, "Um, there's a tire tread in that picture, and there's a solar panel. That's not Curiosity. (laughs) So some people are misattributing um, the other rovers, Spirit and Opportunity, some of those pictures to Curiosity. So my advice to the listeners is before you go and post something check it first
1: <laughs> yeah because it's not moving right now i think it's i don't think it's moving for a couple of days if i
0: don't uh, i don't know what they're, they're doing but they're, they're doing hasn't all moved their yet. their
1: sensors checking all the sensors and the cameras and everything uh but yeah check it out i mean you can go to the website uh nasa.gov slash msl which stands for mars science laboratory
0: And i think that's just curiosity
1: rover has its own twitter feed yes it does so <laughs> so you can do that and uh if you haven't seen it, Sarcastic Rover is a good one to, to follow, too. That's just <laughs> funny. Uh, but the one thing that's really been pissing me off a bit is the people that goes, Oh, look, we spent $2.5 billion on a rover. Why don't we do something about the starving people here? And, and I just how want much
0: to... did the Olympics
1: cost us? Yeah, but even, even that. Yeah. First of all, we didn't send $2.5 billion to Mars. That's just how much it costs. All that money was spent here, right? So it's not like we sent it off planet. It's not like we took
0: gold and gave it to Mars. Well, there's probably some valuable materials, metals. Oh, there's
1: lots. On there. Sure.
0: So there are, but of the two point whatever billion dollars. A fraction of that cost is probably the actual materials. Most of it is research and testing and and people hours of people just testing and testing and programming and programming and, you know, checking and rechecking and putting it together, giving it a shock test, taking it back apart. See, did it work? Okay, fine. Put it back together. They do that 20 times.
1: And it also pays for the next two years.
0: That's, so that's right. It's, you know, it's all it's, the man hours of pe- oh, sorry, people hours of people taking that data and sifting it and massaging it yeah. and giving us awesome pictures. Exactly.
1: And the, the, other, the other thing that is completely idiotic about that statement is we have the money to feed poor people, we have the ability to, to help the, the starving people. It's not a matter of money. It's a matter of will and politics, because you can throw hundreds and thousands of millions of dollars at some of these places, Somalia, for example, where people are being killed and kids are dying because they're starving. But it's not going to reach the starving people because there is a big block. People don't want it to happen because Mm -hmm. they want want it for themselves because it gives them power. So shut the fuck up. (laughs) Seriously, if you really want to do something, go solve the problem. The problem isn't money. Right. And the problem isn't not enough food. The the problem is political will and will.
0: You know? And a lot of the people who say, you know, why are we spending all this money to send something to Mars, don't understand. They're the same people who don't understand why we study fruit flies. Right.
1: Why aren't we trying to cure cancer? Well, we are,
0: but we're doing more than just trying to cure cancer. Right. We're trying to understand basic science, which informs medical science and engineering and you know, environmentalism and earth science and, and yeah. then more astronomy so we can find out even more in the future. And
1: find out who we are, how you know, we
0: came to be, if, how it all works. If
1: there's other life in the universe. Yeah. I mean, these are important questions. They're not uh how are you gonna put food on my plate questions, but they're they're human
0: questions.
1: They're I I don't understand not
0: Not, not having being able, that curiosity. Yeah.
1: Not being able to wonder. And I'm, we're not going to turn this into a religious discussion, but it's, you know, it's it's that difference of, oh, well, I think about God all the time. Yeah, but
0: yeah, depending was, on how you
1: define it, that's an impossible question to answer. <laughs> it,
0: there was a really neat meme that went around on Facebook saying, uh, dear religious people, while you were trying to debate on which chicken sandwich you can have, we sent a rover to Mars Thank you. Yeah. You're sincerely science. Exactly. And that's, and that, and that's really kind point. of a different attitude of, oh, we're going to do the next step yeah. and find out what's next. Not assume we have all the answers. Exactly. Cause we, we may talk a lot, even just in this room, you, me and Donna, when she's here about how much we think we know, but there's so much more out there. And, <laughs> we
1: don't know. We know what's on this planet. Yeah. You know, and we've learned a lot From being on this planet and sending stuff. Okay, we've got the Voyager just leaving. It's not even outside of our solar system yet. You know, it's billions and billions of miles away.
0: And then that was, what, 40 years ago? Almost 35 years old. Which is a long time. That's, that's my lifetime. Yeah. And it's still within our solar system. Yeah. We are not anywhere close to Star Trek or Doctor Who or any of that of getting or, getting anywhere outside of our solar system yeah. even right and, now. And
1: until we start sending things to other planets, uh, in hopefully, oh, it'd be so cool if we could send something to another star system. Mm-hmm. We're not going to know much. I mean, you can only learn so much from pictures in refraction. <laughs> until you put a body down there, I you know, hopefully a human body.
0: Sending off colonists or something, yeah. and just saying we're it's one way trip. Shit.
1: Good luck. Yeah, we'll we'll learn a lot, but until you, it's it's like learning a language. I can speak German, but until you go over and speak German to Germans, yeah, uh, it's not. It's just not the same thing as speaking it to your buddy to you see every day, and you only speak German to him in class.
0: And you know this talk of you know, let's get a body out there, let's have colonization, it's bringing it back around the people who – the same type of people who said, why are we sending this thing to Mars? Why are we spending this money? Are probably the same people who said, why are we sending people over to the Americas 500 yeah. years ago? You're right. B- to explore, to find out more, to find out what's over the next hill because yeah. that's what inspires and us. And really to make money. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. There's a lot of, Some of them were. <laughs> in 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 science technology. I mean, there's always the the jokey joke answers of well, we got Tang and Velcro out of the astronaut program
1: and microwaves
0: and microwaves. But there's been so much Stints. material research and
1: well that and that's the other thing
0: research that has come from just our space program. Yeah,
1: there's uh, medical technologies came from the space program, uh, plastics. Uh, better, better uh, electronics. All of that stuff was done by the research done to get us up to the moon and back. And having willing volunteers who wanted so bad to go into space that they allowed doctors do to do pretty much what they wanted to do to them. And so a lot was learned. So oh wait, let me let me do this one. Another thing I hate. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, whatever, Beck. Yeah. All right, Glenn Beck, not Beck the musician. Uh, yeah, I got that one. Uh,
0: so, so from an awesome story of people going over that next hill to find out the next thing, we have a sad story, which unfortunately came on the heels of talking about a sad story a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, there was the unfortunate shooting, which um, injured many people, killed nine, was it?
1: Uh, I Last last I checked, it was seven, but... Okay. It,
0: but there could were, well there were lots of injuries and also deaths at the Sikh temple up in Wisconsin. Yeah. And um, it kind of probably a lot of things we could say about the Sikh shooting, we could say about the Batman movie shooting of, you know, we could talk gun control, we could talk mental health stuff, we could talk all of that. The main thing I want to say is Sikhs are not Muslims. And, and don't shoot anybody
1: Right, and the fact is, it doesn't matter if Sikhs aren't Muslims Yeah It, it doesn't freaking matter I, That's a, one thing that also pissed me off on Facebook Was like, oh, the Sikhs are so peaceful Well, the majority of Muslims are peaceful too So yeah. are the majority of Christians, so are the majority of Buddhists It, it doesn't fucking matter
0: Don't shoot people Don't shoot people Don't hurt people. That is the wisdom of the week from the Skeptic Wire group. (laughs) How is is this difficult? Oh, because they have problems. But one
1: one of the things that I had discussed with some people is that it could possibly be by this culture of fear... That seems to be breeding this us against them that has been really brewing. I mean, we had the problem with McCarthy and and the Russians.
0: We've always had a bit of yeah. us versus them, but it hasn't been so easy to see everywhere on the media all the time, right? Because now
1: we have instant media. You know, if something happened, it usually took days or weeks or it never it never came out. it was it was handled locally. But now internet boom, uh,
0: picture phone.
1: Away it goes to Twitter, away it goes to Facebook, it's up on Fox News, it's
0: up on NBC,
1: MSNBC, or whatever it is.
0: And that initial human reaction to be the angry, blustery, pa 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 gets put up there without any thought, and then there's hate. Right. And statistically, with 7 billion people on the planet? Somewhere between 6 and 7, I guess. Yeah.
1: We'll round up seven-ish, seven billion people on the planet. Statistically speaking, you're going to have more crazy people or people who are capable of doing crazy things temporarily. So it's that's not what's happened, though. Statistically speaking, we're actually
0: a lot safer. Right. Uh, Given the number of people and the availability of weapons of all kinds, not just guns, but you could probably, if you were determined enough, you could probably get your hand on a rocket launcher.
1: Sure. So well,
0: all you have to do is go to the Middle East. It's real easy. But the the simple fact that mass murders don't happen all the time, at least in Western countries. I know there's a lot of strife in you know the Middle East yeah, and Africa yeah, and all that. Yeah. But the fact that we are getting better is at least a positive sign for humanity and let's yeah. just remember that that we're all people that you know, we may disagree with Sikhs on their religious views. But they are people, too, and I will, disagree, I will disagree them until I'm blue in the face, but I'm not going to shoot anybody. No. Because
1: you don't have a gun.
0: You, That's true, but I know... Will you,
1: will you crush their heads? I know crushing, people crushing, I, with
0: crushing, guns. Crushing? Yeah. Granted, the people who I know have guns aren't here in Texas, which is kind of odd. No, know. You know. <laughs> Donna has guns. Oh. Well.
1: Okay. You know people with guns. You just don't know. That's it.
0: true. I don't know. the The one person who has told me, oh, I have guns... It's like you know, and be you know it's it's a liberal with guns, oh my goodness, it's weird, but you know anyway, yeah. Alright, well, so thoughts go out to all of those affected with yes. I hope their families are okay, and they are able to heal and move on and maybe get s- some positive community stuff out of this, yeah, so what's the matter you? <laughs> I don't think that's going to be the name of the segment. Aww. If anybody has ideas for the segment that I haven't talked about yet, what's tonight, up? What's down? I I was I'm just going with weekly W O T recommendation.
1: <laughs> recommendation.
0: Recommendation. Yes. <laughs> um. So at Tam the Amazing Meeting 2012. Uh, Tim Farley of What's the Harm talked about a internet rating tool where you can go out and rate different sites for their essentially their safety, and the name of this tool is Web of Trust. So it's very simple. You install a plugin into almost every browser that is out there. So you go to mywot.com, m y w o t .com, and you just download and install the plugin. It takes two minutes. And now you can go and scorecard any website out there on their trustworthiness, their child safety, whether or not they're malicious in their software. And every week for the last couple of weeks, I've been recommending going out and re- and recom and de recommending a couple of sites. Yeah. Uh, a couple of weeks ago was Natural News, and last week was um, something like Say no to Vaccines dot yeah. whatever. Um, but this week, um, I'm going to recommend that you go to www.dowsers.org. <laughs> it is a wonderfully woo-filled site full of people who are just touting the how awesome dowsing is and how not only can it find you water, but it can answer your life's questions, it can find vibrations and energies... And it's everything from a magic eight ball to the you know, the way to save humanity by finding water in the desert. And <sighs> you know, there you can of course you can go there and buy stuff, which is very important to the situations, but there's also professional organizations. So I think and you can do whatever rating you feel is 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 important, but for things like do they actually have accurate content of information, are they scientific, we need to rate them down. Okay. Now, if you don't think they're software malicious, rate them neutral. But go out there and rate them www.dowsers.org. And we'll put a link on our Facebook and um, something on our Facebook feed in the next day or so before yep. this podcast goes up.
1: And, and it'll, it'll be, on be the in blog, the
0: show notes. In the show notes, absolutely. So that is my recommendation for this week. But speaking of dowsing,
1: yes, uh, it appears that the Thai Army is using those wonderful little bomb-detecting dowsing rods that have been thoroughly debunked.
0: Yes. There was a company, Global Technical Limited, who uh, was in the UK, and they were selling these devices where it really is a metal antenna that's kind of in an L shape that part of it sticks into a plastic handle right. where you don't know what's inside and then there's a spo- there's a slot for a card that you're supposed to put in to f- figure out what you're supposed to find. So if you were trying to find explosives, you would put in the explosives card. And maybe there were more specifics than that with dynamite, dynamite or C4, but probably just explosives or were you trying to find drugs or were you trying to find water? Because essentially this was a dowsing device. They, yeah. If you take it apart, there's nothing electronic in these devices. The manufacturer went well, so to, far to, as to say yeah. that they they were telling people that you don't need a battery for it because it's powered by the static electricity of your body. Yeah. Although... Uh, if, if that's if, not a red flag, I don't know what is.
1: Well, and before they got... Uh, the fraud charges and, uh, and I guess what they get, did they get. It? doesn't matter.
0: Before they got, they're to, still on trial Yeah, right now. before
1: they went to trial, um, the owner said, oh, well, our next generation is going to have a little light to show that it's on. <laughs> 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 so yeah. I, I was thinking about that last night, in fact, you know, it's like. I thought, oh well I could make one of those and just have the light would come on whenever fraud was detected or or whenever <laughs> whenever you know something bad was detected and they say, well it's always on. Well yeah, it's because it's detecting itself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now as as someone who's familiar with electronics, yeah. this isn't even a electronic. It's no, no. it's a little metal antenna, a plastic doohickey that maybe they vacuum formed or something like that, and cards that were essentially sandwiched between two pieces of paper was another piece of paper that was black on one side and white on the other. <laughs> and maybe a picture of the bomb. Maybe it was one of those old-timey circular bombs with the f- yeah, fuse coming I, I out of it. Yeah, I think you
1: could put in a picture of what it
0: was that you were looking
1: for inside of
0: How it. How much would it probably cost you to put something like that together?
1: Oh, well... Five would, bucks Well, no, if it was made or, of teak or metal, it'd probably be a good 50 But it was a $20. plastic
0: handle thing. Okay, $50. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's let's estimate high. Do you know what they were selling them for? Uh, a couple of grand, right? Somewhere between twenty and th- thirty-six thousand dollars per unit. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> now that's smart because they basically priced them to think, oh, this is really sophisticated. Yeah. I am paying for a lot. You're, you're, it's you're... like going in and buying a bottle of wine in in you know a. a a liquor place, I don't know, I don't drink, I don't know what liquor places are called.
1: Well, going to a fancy restaurant restaurant and 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 buying, like, the $1,300 bottle of wine. Yeah,
0: it's like, well... Dom Perignon. Do you really know, is it that fancy? Someone could have slapped a a label on a bottle. Yeah. So, they, back in 2010, um, the British government and other forces, including the James Randi Educational Foundation, challenged... The company um, Global Technical Limited, which just sounds like an evil shell company. What? It sounds like a Bond villain or something. Um, it does sound like a Bond villain. It challenged them to, <laughs> to, you know, showing how their products do not work. And back in 2010, the UK government said, you can't make these anymore. You can't export them to Iraq and Afghanistan because Iraq and Afghanistan were buying these things at. Twenty, thirty thousand dollars 30000 a
1: pop. Which actually kind of meant that the United States specifically yeah. was probably funding we, that.
0: We were paying for that. And two years ago, uh, okay, I hope I'm not going out too far on a limb here. Even the corrupt people within Iraq and Afghani governments, the ones who were corrupt and were pushing this, said, you know what? I, I give up. We can't do this anymore. <laughs> Some of them were in cahoots, but... It is 2012, it is two years later, and the Thai government, especially some very vocal elements within the Thai government, are still using these dowsing bomb detectors. For example,
1: Supreme Commander Tanisak Patima
0: Prakorn. Exactly.
1: (laughs) Supreme Commander.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there are some pretty interesting... Do you
1: know know how many the the, uh, Thai army had bought?
0: Um some were well all told there were ab- about eight hundred fifty
1: yeah seven hundred and fifty seven g two two hundred g t two hundred detectors were bought by the army
0: yeah, there were a few others bought by That like the criminal sciences division, some police departments bought some more to bring it up towards eight hundred and fifty.
1: And the quote is, "It's better to use the GT two
0: hundred than to have nothing." Now, this is (laughs) actually it isn't because there have been bombs that have not been detected because they have faith in these devices, especially in the southern region where they're having a. Rebellion of some sort i I apologize for being a stupid American who's not following this, but they have rebels there, and they have insurgents who are creating improvised explosive devices, and it's not getting caught yeah. they back uh, back in two thousand and eleven the pri- the prime minister at that point said, Okay, we need to test these, and they actually did a test. Yep. They, they tested had, 20 of them. Yeah. they. they oh,
1: were, sorry, no, no, no. They tested it 20 times.
0: There were 20 objects, 20 boxes that had a few ounces of C4 in them. So it was completely blinded. The testers did not know what was in these boxes, and they could not find. I think it's either they, the they boxes found were hidden.
1: They found four of them.
0: They 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 were they were accurate in their prediction four out of twenty times. Yes, that means there were false positives and false negatives. Yeah, so it was finding bombs when there weren't any, and there was not finding a bomb when there was, which is both really horrible. I already mentioned the idea of not finding a bomb when it was in a car. Apparently, also there have been incidents of. People have been detected apparently using these devices either for explosives or for drug possession in Thailand because of these GT200. You'd you think they want to give it a more fancy name like the GT2000, but well, no, no, the that gt was That was going to be
1: the one with the LED.
0: Yes. Um, well, this is, this is a... Um... There are people who they found false positives... And have been put in jail, have been tortured as being suspected rebels because they thought they found explosives on them. Yeah, or drugs. Or drugs.
1: And drugs are bad. Drugs are really drugs. Drugs are it's, actually worse for you over there than.
0: Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> it, 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 it was I think. mainly basically being suspected to be one of these rebels, and people are getting tortured and jailed without due process because they're in a war zone and they don't quite have the full due process in that situation. Yeah. Well,
1: you're going to like this next part. Probably not, but go ahead. No, no yes, yeah, you are. Okay. Army sources said that most of the 757 GT 200 detectors, w- which were bought by the army remain operational, quote, except those that are out of order. End yes. quote. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? How do you know it's out of order? It's, Wait, wait, did it bend? The, the case broke.
0: The case broke or did it bend one of the one of the the metal rods that sticks out? What
1: I, the hell? It's
0: it's one of those situations where some of these actually broke and they they split open and there was nothing inside. No, that, well, that's because it's yeah, there it, was it's, nothing it's a inside. handle, right? It's a handle yeah. with two two
1: uh wire coat hangers sticking yeah. out of it.
0: I, I remember hearing <laughs> about the the units. They had extremely similar units under different names, sold in Iraq and Afghanistan. And the G two two hundred seems to be primarily in the Thai Thailand. area, but it was also sold under the the funny name of the Sniff X. Nice. The A D E five uh, six fifty one and the H E D D I or H E D D one. Sorry. So they gave the same kind of device. Maybe they changed the handle a little bit. Yeah. You know, maybe. They well, you'd have to because
1: may- you have to update the name on the handle. And
0: and for collectors, for it. collectors, you want to make sure that they get like the 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 uh, no pause variant of the oh, teddy sure. bear. Oh, sure. They need
1: to get the H- hedd one extreme edition.
0: Yes, exactly. But I but figured it, it kept on being sold under different versions. But I
1: figure I figure out how we can make a lot of money. Ethically
0: Some, or unethically?
1: Semi ethically.
0: Go ahead. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. So some some of these aren't working because they've been damaged. We go in, we fix them at a cost of $800 each, and they say, does it work? And we can say... It will work exactly as well as it
0: did before. When it was new. (laughs) When it was new. And so essentially what we could do is split open the case and just put a circuit board that doesn't do anything and isn't connected to anything in there and close it back up. No, not even that. What we do is
1: these are probably silver, straight silver rods that they have. I would imagine. I don't know. I don't know what the picture is. I, that's the I imagine, I, the I imagine is. like
0: those kind of car antennas where they kind of extend and collapse. I thought about that.
1: Yeah, yeah. That that could possibly work. But what we do is we just get our clothes dry cleaned. We take the wire hanger and snip it in half. And we say, oh, well, that little curly cue at the end is actually it works better. <laughs> <laughs> thoroughly unethical.
0: but yeah, if they're No, gonna... I, I really don't see the
1: semi-ethicalness in any of that. Well, if they're going to continue <laughs> to believe in this bullshit... No. <laughs> and they're willing to give money out to get them fixed. Yeah. Why why not give it to someone who will say it works exactly as well and hey, I need the money. Rather than give it to some asshole. You know, at the very least, we can put a new instruction manual in it that says run away from these as far as you can. Yeah. <laughs> this is a joke. Anyway. So, yeah. Dowsing doesn't work. No. Uh, no, that's not that's not quite true. Dowsing works. When it works.
0: <laughs> yeah. it's and, and, uh, works one, as well as guesswork. One other little sad situation with this is you've got people who were in the military like Supreme Commander What's-His-Face who may actually be in cahoots with the UK company because there were oh, yeah. people in the Iraq situation yes. who were getting kickbacks to make sure that these things get bought. Sure,
1: I think the minister of whatever it was yeah. at bottom. I so wouldn't say defense. I, there
0: haven't been any allegations of that yet. There are, call, there are people calling for investigations into the procurement process. Yeah. So that's a possibility. But one of the saddest things is there is a doctor, uh, a scientist, fairly well-known in Thailand by the name of um, Pornthrip Rajan Sunand. I, I apologize. If Pornthrip? You... Yeah. I was going to just keep going on that one. <laughs> um, who... Was originally pretty well known in the media for being very pro-science, for being very um, interested in making sure that it's not folk medicine that people believe in, or, um, you know, let's look for evidence to see whether things work or not. This doctor, she has been unflinching in her support for this, despite things like that 4 out of 20 failure. (laughs) That's, That's basically just as... Just as possible as if you flipped a coin every time you went by one of those boxes. Yes or no, flip or coin. Yes worse. or no, flip her coin. It's about chance. Yeah. And this doctor, this scientist, is... I don't know what her motivation is. Maybe she also is getting kickbacks, or maybe she just doesn't want to admit that she was wrong and is digging in deep with some she, cognitive dissonance he, he, or something. Doubling down on the stupid. Yeah, but it's really sad for someone who's, was known, and really, from what I've seen in some of the accounts from people who are closer to the ground on this thing, not anymore. It's sad that someone who's was supposed to be that pro-science can be fooled by something like this. And if if she really is a believer and just doesn't understand it shows how even the most educated people can be fooled by stuff sure. like
1: this. And as I say, you know, the more intelligent you are, the easier it is to, to have that cognitive dissonance and to talk yourself into a position like that because you're very good at rationalizing, very good at convincing.
0: Yeah. All right. Yeah. So speaking of talking yourself into rationalizing something despite actually being fairly intelligent or educated. I'm going to take a nap. No. uh, Some other people who have issues with believing wrong things despite education are people who have problems with vaccines. But we're not going to talk about vaccines in a negative way. We're going to talk about a study that just came out about the effectiveness of vaccines. Holy shit! and (laughs) And what can affect vaccines...
1: You got on me. This one didn't even go around
0: the room. This one like went around the city. We are like loop 604 here. Okay, fine. You connect (laughs) dowsing rods that can make people blow that could lead to people getting blown up to a study about sleep and vaccines.
1: All right. Dowsing rods. Sounds like drowsy rods. Turns out that if you're drowsy and you get a vaccine, you should probably take a nap because it'll make the vaccine more uh, 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 have more efficacy. (laughs) But anyway, to talk about this, we're going to bring in our uh, resident doctor, Dr. Allie. So there was a new study released about how lack of sleep affects bodies and specifically vaccines and how the body reacts to vaccines. So we thought we'd bring uh, Dr. Allie in to perhaps discuss this and any other... Studies that have been done along this because we know that she, you know, does these kind of things, and we are so very pro vaccines. So we would like you to have the, the most efficacy
0: from having a needle stuck in you. So pro vaccine that I had a vaccine today. There you go. I went for a regular we doctor's don't appointment. need to know. And I got the <laughs>
2: <That's>...
0: the <laughs> pneumonia booster.
2: Oh right.
0: Because I have asthma, and they recommend you get pneumonia boosters Absolutely. for being asthmatic. Oh, I didn't know that. So, That's good
1: to know, all of you asthmatics out there.
0: Yep. You know, along with the Tdap booster that I got at TAM last month, I can my Hug Me Unvaccinated pendant from Surly Ramix is going to be doubly powerful. <laughs> You've given it magical power. Oh, yes. Isn't that how it works? <laughs> Absolutely. But back, back to vaccines. And so the the important moral of the story is that I got a vaccine today, so... The question is, and we will tell you in discussing this, dear listener, is should Greg get a lot of sleep tonight? Or at least seven hours. Yes, that would be... Dr.
1: Alley? (laughs) Should he get at least seven hours of sleep tonight?
0: Yes or no, so we can
1: (laughs) move on. Well, yes. Well, there you go. All right. (laughs) Thank you for that, Dr. Alley. Thank you for joining us (laughs) today.
2: Of course, under any other circumstance, you should get seven hours of sleep as well, so... (laughs)
0: Because <laughs> there's been a lot of studies about other stuff being affected by sleep. you know, Or lack thereof. Lack thereof, that it can right. affect things like whether you get diabetes or how your diabetes is managed or heart issues or just just general cognition. But have there been a lot of studies done on vaccines and sleep?
2: Well, not a lot of studies have been done. Um, there was this one that was recently published um, in in the journal Sleep um, by I'm going to say it's Prather, um, and this is from um, um, Pittsburgh and University of Pittsburgh, I believe, and and they. Put together this um, this study here, where they looked at hepatitis B vaccination, which is a three-dose vaccine. Um, hepatitis A and B vaccines are these three-dose vaccines, and they wanted to see um, what how how sleep affects the efficacy of the vaccine, which is to say, when you get vaccinated, how well does this vaccine work to prevent you from Contracting hepatitis
0: virus does does the vaccine really kick in and make you and your does your body produce the antibodies
2: antibody response to this? So um, the thing is, I, I think it's important to to point out here. This was not really a new idea. Um, actually, ten years prior, I think I think it's important to to give credit where credit is due. Here, there, there was a a physician, um, Tanya Lang. Um, in Germany, who back in 2001, 2002 was studying this and had a small pilot study uh, where she and her colleagues looked at um, sleep cycles just after, within the first 24 hours after receiving a vaccine. And she was looking at um, hepatitis A vaccination. And what she found with this very this, this pilot study of just um, 19 participants, she found that um, these these healthy volunteers that got vaccination, um, when a group of them stayed awake versus a group of them that slept, The the group that stayed awake did not have as strong of a seropositive positive um, antibody response. Uh, after this vaccination,
0: which means... So, and this was just the 24 hours right after the vaccine. It wasn't even a long-term thing.
2: Right. It was okay. just that immediate um, sleep cycle right after the vaccination. And um, she measured antibodies through um, through th- on this particular uh, study for 28 days after the vaccination and found a significant difference between people who were kept awake... Versus kept who were allowed to sleep um, in the in the the, the night after they they got this vaccination. So that was the initial study. After that, um, you know, a search through the literature for for me didn't really produce much else until ten years later, um, in 2011, this same author, Tanya, Dr. Tanya Lang out of Germany, again published a paper where she did a little more exhaustive study and much more controlled. So she took 27 participants this time and and, and studied them actually in a sleep lab where she could do the polystenography, show that they're actually getting good sleep, and she could control for uh, people uh, for, for not sleeping, for the not sleeping group. Um, Previously, they, I think they just filled out diaries to say if they slept or not. But this one is very well controlled. She could sh- show that they, the people who were sleeping were getting into what is called slow-wave sleep and again saw the same re- response that sleep after vaccination boosts immunological memory, which is to say you're vaccinated and, and protected. Then some more stu- uh, studies have come online now. Now, what's interesting about this and why, why do we care um,
0: because we love vaccines. That's why we care. Well,
2: and I love <laughs> to take a good nap. So that's.
0: I, this is, why not combine the two? This and, is, and, uh... and, you know, I, I was very interested when I was reading these studies in that I mentioned just a few minutes ago how I got the TDAP booster vaccine at yeah. The Amazing Meeting in July. One thing The Amazing Meeting is not known for is getting a lot of sleep.
2: Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> so I think I got the booster on the Saturday of Tam and I believe I went to sleep somewhere around 7 a.m. that day (laughs) late that so yeah I I may not be as t-dappy as I thought I was
2: you may not be now granted
0: these are small like 20 30 people studies but it's they're showing consistency
2: right with and and it's it's important to point out here with hepatitis vaccination that's true with influenza vaccination there's um, there have been some preli- there were some animal studies done that eh, maybe something's going on with influenza but specifically with the hepatitis vaccination your body really requires a good solid seven hours sleep in the day that you get the vaccine
0: because that seemed to be the the middle point of people did better if they got at least seven hours
2: right. Uh, maybe good, even solid, you know,
0: more solid with eight or nine
2: yeah that's a good but solid less than adult that
0: was, sleeping was pattern. problematic because yeah. the body just didn't get into its normal sleep cycle so right all the hormones that hormonal goodness that happens when you're sleeping didn't happen
2: right and that's exactly what it is it's it there's of course this will all have to be parsed out but the authors of these um, more recent studies are starting to, to pick up on some of that what, what it is that's going on. And there's a couple of, of hormones that are important that uh, were known to, to be um, expressed and secreted during sleep, um, specifically hormones called GH and prolactin and then it inhibits cortisol and cortisol is um, one of the it, it's a stress hormone. And it suppresses your immune system. When you sleep, that's lifted. When you relax, that's lifted, the cortisol, the immunosuppressant. So
0: So it allows your immune system to just do its thing. To be
2: active and to develop that immunological response that you need and to have that as robust as you can initially within that first few hours of receiving that vaccine, which you're putting that let's say it's in this case, a viral antigen into your body, your body needs to respond to that. And so you need to lift any suppression that you would have. And the way to do that is to get into a good solid sleep. I and mean, we know that sleep does so many things, as you mentioned, it, it it resets so many different systems within the body, the nervous system and, and your brain and neurological and, it, and immunological for sure. So I think it's just an interesting idea that these, this physician and, and immunologists who were studying this thought, aha, we know that sleep affects immunology. Where in immunology could that be important? Does it make you more susceptible to disease? Yes, we know that. Well, what about vaccination? And again, ten years ago, they embarked on this and said, oh well, in humans, what what does this do? And, and sure enough, yeah, you are, you don't develop as good have an immunological response if you do not get that sleep cycle immediately after.
0: One thing to clarify in these studies, they've tested immunological responses not by trying to get you sick or giving right. you the actual virus, they've just taken a blood test and and counted the antigens essentially.
2: They've uh they've looked at T cell activation. Okay. is is one of the main ones um and they're looking at the antibody response. Right. So um IgG response. Um, so that that's a that's a type of antibody that's specific to the um, to the um, to the virus. So those antibodies are there. The T cells specifically that are involved in that immunological memory are there. Um, but uh, I actually I didn't see that they looked to see if these people over over time if they actually got infected with the the virus or Mm -hmm. not that's a little maybe a little bit harder to control kind of
0: unethical to kind of (laughs) but wasn't
1: wasn't there a study that showed that over time the immune
0: response caught up to that lack well
2: so that brings us to another study yes
0: she's already prepared for you (laughs) she knows whatever questions you're going to ask and she's ready i
2: see you i I I had
0: i had one that she probably wasn't prepared for however
2: uh, that's fine That's probably better <laughs> asked it.
0: off the podcast uh,
2: um so another group um benedict um and uh colleagues um from sweden did a study on h1n1 vaccination influenza and again the, we're talking about different vaccines with that'll have totally different immune responses you know we're talking about two different viruses here but this one, this one was done in Sweden with the H1N1 virus vaccination, and what they found is yes that um, if you have sleep acute sleep deprivation right after that, um, you do have that lower antibody response initially, but they found that there's really not a lasting effect on that. That actually they do people will end up catching up and developing an appropriate immunity that is efficacious and will, will okay. prevent uh, prevent um.
0: That's interesting the because the original article that we we were we centered on to begin talking right. about this, the new um, Eric Prather article, mm-hmm. um, talked about how they did the hepatitis B vaccine again, like you said, in three doses, and the first two doses were a month apart, but the third dose was six months after that. Right. So, but even in there, they did actually see a long-term effect in. And granted, the the newer study with um, Um, Eric Prather was a um, observational study in that they just asked people to keep diaries of their sleep. And they also about half the subjects had wires on them to see if they actually were asleep. So at least they knew they actually got good sleep, but it was just, what do you report of your sleep? Not we're going to control how you sleep.
2: Right. And another thing to note about the Prather study that just came out um the study population here was okay it was about 120 people and um 70 of those were females but the thing that's important here is the age range was 40 to 60 years old right because a
0: lot of other studies are of essentially college students
2: well or yeah 20 to 35 year olds and so uh, as we age naturally our immunological response to pathogens and to vaccines declines. That's a natural process. That's a natural aging process. And so um, we're comparing a little bit, comparing apples and oranges here. Um, but it, it, I think it's worth noting in, the, in this most recent study that it, it's this older population that, um, it, well, they still see a response that sleep was good, and you know. But in in terms of uh, how how long you're, you're seropositive um, and that you're seroprotected, um, it's a little hard to compare these. You know, 40 year old, a 60 year old versus a 20 year old in the different studies.
0: So it it sounds like this is filling in more of the blanks of how often do we need to re-vaccinate people. Sure. You know, things like we thought, oh, when we started having the chickenpox vaccine, just give it once as a kid and you're all good. And then we have all these people who were vaccinated for chickenpox who ended up getting shingles because there was a die-off. Well, that's an unfortunate word. Um, (laughs) There was a decline in immunity as years went on. So, okay, now we know we need to do a booster and and all those other fun jabs when you go into your doctor. Right. <laughs> so this, uh, all these studies fill in the information, and at least in these studies, we've seen that if a other, if a, if a general news source says it's probably a good idea to get a good night's sleep after getting a vaccine, yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. And that's probably just good advice for life in general.
2: Right. But I think the what's important now is these scientists are have figured out why that is. And it's and it's this regulation of these hormones that right. happen that help help your immune system while you're sleeping,
0: too. Right. Yeah. The idea that your immune system is not just sitting there waiting for something to come into the right. body and then going, okay, men to your guns and running out and going bang 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 against the vaccine. <laughs> yeah. They are also there's also a regulation system of the hormones interacting with the the immune system that allows a better response. Right. So maybe just you know a million years ago or millions of years ago when immune systems were evolving the idea that there was uh, uh, having a regulation in there to save your energy for spending on an immune system during the day, have your energy with walking around and finding food and eating it, and during the night when you are resting and relaxed that's when you can spend the energy on on actually responding to the pathogens that got into you and maybe there was just some regulation that worked a lot better for whatever whatever animals developed that system as opposed to an always on vaccination um not always on immune response right because or you know, i could just be talking out my ass
1: right well cuz you had mentioned that, that the cortisol spe- uh, probably amongst the uh, couple of different chemicals but that's the the one that suppresses the immune system right and so until you fall asleep that goes away so is is there a mechanism do they do know that why that is so because it would it doesn't kind i can kind of see why it it makes sense to do that because it allows your body free to do all kinds of other things but at the same time since it's it's actively suppressing your immune system from doing its job um, and you don't get an immediate response a, a big response obviously you get some kind of response but you don't get an immediate response until you go to sleep right
2: Well you do get an immediate response to the vaccine but right. um, cortisols not its only job isn't to suppress the immune right. response. Right. Um, it does a variety of things, and it and it does a variety of things in your brain to help you all day long. So one of the things that it, it does is it's it it's involved in like fight or flight responses and how we um, how we just um, handle our emotions all day long. It's it's a stress hormone. Right. So it's you've got to spend your energy somewhere right. during the day, right? And we use sleep, we know, to regenerate, to, um, to repair what's gone on throughout the day. So you want to release that cortisol that's helping you out in, during the day to do certain things. Release that because you're no longer thinking. You know, like you need to be thinking and suppressing fight or flight or whatever. You're sleeping. You don't need those responses going on. So now you release that and then allow the immune system to do what it's going to do. You allow your your body to do uh, to do repair. For example, like if you had muscle, you know, you're working muscles all day. Okay, let's lift things and repair that. And then you wake up in the morning, you're repaired and ready to go. So it. Of course, that's sort of a simplified version of it. There's many, many hormones and many, many proteins involved in those pathways, but um, that's kind of the idea.
0: Okay. The body is a very, very complicated it thing. It is a very complicated. But thing. at least we can say sleep good.
2: Sleeps good. <laughs> yes. You you, you want to have that. You definitely want to have that for for a variety of reasons. It's always nice when when an article like this comes out to to go to pubmed.gov and, and to look and see what other people have done in this area. Um, these, you know, when you read an article that's a summary of a research article, you, you don't always get the full story of right. what's going on. And so... And, or
0: maybe sometimes get the wrong story because some, you know, dinner review researcher was right. said here right up on the science
2: thing. And they like the catchy headline and then they kind of go with that. So... Um, but, again, it's just important to point out that right now this has been done for hepatitis A and B vaccines and that maybe the story is not as clear with uh, influenza vaccine or Tdap or pneumonia. But, uh, I mean, if it was me, I'd get a good night's sleep. But that that's that's good advice any time. It's right. so, like when you're sick. Um, you know, another thing, I was just this kind of a little tangent here, but, um, you know, when you're sick um, – you know, you get very tired, you get very sleepy, you want to sleep a lot, right? Well, there's, there's groups out there that have studied this, they call it sickness behavior that you, or when you, let's say you, you, you even get injured, like you, you, you have some kind of, you know, twist your knee or you stretch your ankle. What do you feel like doing? Oh, I feel like laying and sitting and, and being quiet. And those are, it, it is it is your body's response to allow you to heal or to wage an immunological response when your brain is probably not tired, but your body is making you be tired. You know, people who are in the hospital sleep a whole lot because they're very sick. You're not really tired, you're not cognitively, oh, I've had a long day at work, I'm tired, it's your body's way of telling you, it shutting you, you down mentally so it can spend its energy in other ways.
0: Well, the one time I spent overnight in a hospital, I slept a lot because the hospital didn't have cable. <laughs> right. But that was back in the 1990s, so <laughs> who knows what advancements in science have been made sure, since be then. Sure, you'd be up
2: all night watching reruns, I
1: guess. Yes. But, uh, but another right. another way that that sleep is is good for you as well is one of the studies did 175 healthy individuals over a period of time and turned out that those who got less than 7 hours of sleep were three times more likely to come down with influenza or get a cold or something right
2: right
1: so
0: sleep good which also explains going back to the tam experience why Almost every single conference, except for this year that I've ever gone to, I've always gotten sick, because yeah. I don't get a lot of sleep, I'm eating at a weird schedule, and that's not healthy. Yeah. But it's fun to go to these conferences, so you've got to balance that out, make sure you have salads, and, and <laughs> sure. take naps when you can. And
2: wash your hands a lot, that's all, yeah. you know. It's
0: basic. That's an important one. <laughs> yes. Straight from Dr. Ali's mouth, wash your hands, people. That's an odd statement.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Straight from her mouth, Back teen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when Allison spits on you, it heals you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, I think not. But...
1: But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, All right. Well, thank you very much, Dr. Alley. We appreciate Thanks. you coming out
0: oh, and, you. and informing us. But we're not going to let you go yet. We're going to keep you around for a little thing we like to call... The Lightning Lightning Round! Yay! The Lightning Round!
1: The Lightning Round, where we've kind of changed it up a little bit,
0: although those new listeners won't know, and the old listeners probably don't care. Though (laughs) I know at least a couple listeners who caught on to us from TAM um, have been going back through old episodes. Oh dear. So, uh, yeah, okay, maybe not the first few because we were really green then, but uh, people seem to want to go back and hear what we said a year ago. All right. See if we've progressed any.
1: We're not. We've, we've, uh, state of arrested development. And we've regressed in
0: some other ways. Yes.
1: So the lightning (laughs) round is, uh, well, I guess now we're, we're just, Greg will read out a sentence with a blank, fill in the blank. Let me try this again. Craig will read a sentence with a word missing, and we have to fill in the blank, or several words, whatever or, makes sense to finish the sentence. Yes. So, like Mad Libs, only more skeptic-y, science-y, and news-y. less lawsuit-y.
0: Sure. For purposes of lawsuits, this also has nothing to do with a certain NPR quiz show.
1: Oh yeah. So we can't really use the word Mad Libs either. Nope. Um. What well, What would be the
0: generic equivalent? Fill,
1: fill in, in the, the blank. blank.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> nice and simple, Gary. Don't don't overcomplicate things. Yeah, I already said that. <laughs> <laughs> so since, Allison, you are our guest, mm. um, we will let you go first, and also a ladies' first thing, and also just to get the sheer terror look of terror off your face, and you <laughs> can just get this done with. So you will have 90 seconds to answer as many fill-in-the-blanks as you can, and it's okay if you don't get a lot.
1: I've I've gone. Gary has with, failed abysmally several yes, Am I
2: going for the correct answer?
1: Yes, okay. <laughs> but if you can't come up with the correct answer, go for the most ridiculous one. Okay. Go for something funny <laughs> or correct.
0: So yeah.
2: right. All right, you ready? I am ready.
0: I can tell. <laughs> All right. Uh, the timer will start when I begin your first. When I finish your first question. Yeah. Some members of the Skeptic Wire team will probably attend the one-day uh, feminine faces of free thought conference Saturday, September fifteenth, held in Blank, Texas. Austin. Dallas. <laughs> Oops. In addition to the person mentioned in the intro, August eighth is also the birthday of Math- Matthew Hansen, the first person with the Peri uh, expedition to Blank. The what? Mars. Uh, Reached the North Pole. Close. Um, this Saturday, August 11th, marks the peak of blank.
2: Meteor shower.
0: Yes! Very good! <laughs> A Daily Beast article claims that not all condoms passed out at the Olympics are being used for athletes. Many of them are blank. Um,
2: defective?
0: I'm going to say no, Um, are collected and sold when they get home. Um, A Mother Jones article detailed how global warming could increase the incidence of seven different blanks. Sisters? I don't even know how that makes sense, but diseases. Seven sisters, okay. Okay. Uh, A Travis County District Judge Amy Clark Meckham... ruled that Blank could not sue a British reporter for defamation while in Texas. The vaccine dude. God,
2: oh. Vaccine dude. Uh, vaccine dude, I don't know.
0: Uh, well, Gary was partially correct. Wakefield. Andrew Wakefield. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay, well, you got one right.
2: Oh, that was awful.
0: That's okay. Let's see, did I read off that one? No, okay. So, Gary, you've got your work cut out for you. <laughs> We shall see. <laughs> so, Gary, are you ready for your 90 seconds? I are. All right. Hold on. Let me reset the yes or no. <clears throat> the timer will begin when I finish your first question. Uh, At the beginning of the show, Greg asked listeners to rate the site blank on Web of Trust.
1: Uh, that would be the Dowsing site. Oh, what's
0: the hell's the name of a Dowsing site? Dowsing RS. Us org. Close enough. <laughs> August 8th is also the birthday of Bob Smith, the founder of blank. Uh,
1: Big Bob Smith's burger Joint Place.
0: Alcoholics Anonymous. Aww. By running tests with their larynxes, researchers have found that blank sing rather than purr like cats. Oh, uh, elephants. Yep. After draining a dammed river, Brazilian sci- scientists found a blank that looked amusingly like a part of the male human anatomy. A uh, fish? Blind snake. Yeah. Oh, well, that's because it was damned. Yes. A new <sighs> Cornell University study found that pupil dilation is an accurate indicator of blank. Arousal. And sexual orientation. Yes. <laughs> Oh yeah. Both, yeah, both were acceptable answers. Uh, in order to aid in developing two new, dru- uh, new drugs, two blanks genomes were sequenced by an international research teams.
1: Uh, uh, it, it
0: it's a type of disease. Malaria. <laughs> oh. Uh, Jack Shepp, a 54 pastor of the First Baptist Church of Hammond, Indiana, was fired and reported to, po- to police for blank for sinning. For who, well, okay. It's, the sin was having a sexual relationship with a 17-year-old parishioner.
1: Oh, really? Uh, I, I actually didn't get that. Uh, there was speculation on, on the board that I was reading, but all it said is he was fired for sinning.
0: Yeah. The yeah, one that I read. That's why I accepted the, okay. the, the yeah. answer. But the sin was adultery with a 17-year-old woman. Oh, that's nice. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yes, right now Gary has four correct. So...
1: You have to beat that. <laughs> I you, should we, should we give it to him? No, let's make him make him go through the I I I have to beat it and get
0: everything correct. That's great. That's right. All right. So do you want to do the buzzer as well or just the questions? Um, I'll do both, I guess. All right. Hold make on.
1: Greg. Yes. Changes to <laughs> Changes to cosmic rays, solar particles, and magnetic fields are showing that blank is finally reaching the edges of our solar system. Voyager 1. Ah, this is difficult. Too many things going on. George Edwards has released a single 2011 photo from a 5-10 to minute sighting of an object half a mile away that is supposedly proof of... The Loch Ness Monster. A BBC article about the Rorschach test reminds us that, he, that Herman Rorschach originally developed it as a diagnostic tool for... Schizophrenia. And not personality types. A study published in the journal Diabetes Care found people with prediabetes who took capsules containing blank were less likely to develop type 2 diabetes.
0: Curry or its ingredient Turmeric.
1: League City, Texas police are looking for a man seen on a convenience store surveillance camera
0: who was... Taking upskirt photographs. <laughs> I knew you were going to get that
1: one. And Pakistan- why we need
0: harassment policies at conferences. Great. Uh, Pakistani
1: scientist Agha Waqar Ahmad is claiming to have solved his nation's energy problems by inventing a car run on... Water. That hasn't been debunked ever. 65-year-old Michael Leisner, a real estate broker from Minnesota, was protesting the pro-gay agenda by lighting fire to... A box of
0: Cheerios that subsequently lit the lawn on fire.
1: (laughs) Russia's Mail.ru is launching a new web browser version, which will by default include the safe-surfing review tool...
0: Web of Trust! That was a go. nice one to end on.
1: There it was. All right. Well, you
0: got them all.
2: If I didn't know better, I would have thought maybe you knew all the answers <laughs> yeah. before we started this game. I
0: knew all the answers because I created all the questions. Yeah. So <laughs> I would have to remember everything from the entire week.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Well, that was wonderful. <laughs> That was a fun lightning round, everybody. And congratulations that you didn't get an, everything wrong. Mm. Alice. <laughs>
1: Thank you.
0: Hmm. <laughs> She's not used to that, I don't think. Oh. That's okay. <laughs> Neither would the, these, uh, Donna and Gary, when we first started doing it. They were, they were just everything. I think each got one right. Yeah. So We tried, though. Turns out that uh, ants is not the proper
1: answer to everything. Huh. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess thank you for joining us this week. And we will see you guys uh, next week.
0: And thank you, Dr. Dr. Alley, for joining us. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Yay. Bye. 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 Bye.
1: Was he the inventor of the rack? No. I know he has e- equations. Yes. Yes. Uh, equations of life in the galaxy?
0: No, that's the oh gosh no. What is that? I know. I can't remember. I I want to say with an F.
1: Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just look. I really hope you edit this. Drake out. equation. Yes, okay. See, Drake, Dirac. Very close. Check on her dogs. Yeah, I know.
0: Everybody's talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on the wrong side of town. Shut up. (laughs) You're just on a different side of town. You're not on the wrong side of town.
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, um, I think we're going to move on now to a study. We're going to bring in our friend, Dr. Allie. Hello, Doctor Alley. Does Doctor Alley Hello. have a theme song? <laughs> this is the theme to Doctor Alley. This is the theme to Doctor Alley. This is the song that you hear when she walks in the room. Okay. And that Yay. wasn't that wasn't ripped off from the Gary Shandling show at all. Yeah, I'm
0: a little worried about lawsuits. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just cut that part out, shall That's we? That's okay. Nobody listens to us anyway. Yeah.
1: Alright, so um, there was a new study released, which I thought was rather interesting. What? <laughs> what Are you laughing at? <laughs>
0: Just so, um, there was a uh thing, a uh, study. Uh, I got released. there was a new study <laughs> released. Get
2: it together, man.
0: <laughs> Fine. Well, we're used to Burn. doing things in order, so I don't blame you. Yeah. So there was a new study. Re- God damn it,
1: <laughs> you bastard. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and scene
1: And scene Stop, corpse. <laughs> Damn
2: it, you bastard.